Hey everybody, we're stoked right now. The Orioles just beat the eight uh, Athletics five to one uh, on the opening day. Uh, not opening day, but opening game of the series. You know what I mean. Um, so we're hyped. We are hyped. So what's up, everybody? It's officially the new season, and do you know what that means? It's the beginning of the Orioles' push to the playoffs. I hope you will take this ride along with me as I break down opening day and the opening series against the Red Sox. Then against the Rangers, that series, and the Yankees. From the goods to the bads, I will discuss all things Orioles and what I think they can do to always better their team. So with that, I will see you after the intro. Before I move on, uh, last week I didn't have a podcast episode, and I'm sorry about that. Uh, I had an accounting exam last week, so I tried to do a little more studying there. So sometimes I can't do these episodes weekly, and I'm sorry about that. But during this episode, I'm breaking down the first three series of the season, and we'll give you some live sound from opening day at Camden Yards. The first three series of the year contained playing the Red Sox in Boston, playing the Rangers in Texas with a surprise in Texas, and then coming home to play the New York Yankees. In each game of the series, I will go over the key moments, and then at the end of each series, I will give my thoughts. After I talk about that, I will talk about upcoming games for the Orioles and some things that are happening in the Orioles farm system. I will finally end the podcast by talking about what I will go over next week and what series are coming up. Let's get into it. When the Orioles played the Athletics today, there were a few home runs, and... They've got a new home run celebration. Now, I think it's better than the chain, 100%. They have a home run funnel. So once they hit the home run, they go back in the dugout and they drink out of the funnel. It's probably water. People saying Gatorade, um, but it's water. They need to get hydrated, you know what I mean? Now, let's move into the series against the Red Sox because it was the first series, you know what I mean? New, new season, let's get into it. Thursday, March 30th. March 30th, 2023, opening day. The fans are packed in the stands at Fenway Park as they wait for the first pitch in this historic stadium. Little do we know history will be made for the Orioles. This will be Adley Rushman's first opening day. But if you asked him what are nerves after opening day, he probably would look at you like you were crazy. It looked like Adley had no nerves as he went 5 for 5. And on his first at bat, he had a home run, which would have Orioles fans around the world going crazy. He also had one walk, four ribbies, or RBIs, five hits, and a run. Adley went crazy. If I'm the city of Baltimore, I would use our taxes to extend Adley's contract. All respect to Lamar, but Adley over Lamar any day of the week or weekend. While Adley had the day of his life, you know who was also red hot? Red hot Ramon. Pun intended. Ramon went two for four with a homer and a hit by pitch. Because we know Coy Kluber is old and can't pitch anymore. Uh, <laughs> two ribbies and a run. Urias is continuing to broaden his name around the MLB. Personally, I think he is in the shadow of his brother, Luis Sirius, 
as Lewis went off in the World Baseball Classic, but the 2022 Golden Glove winner showed us why he is staying red hot. The Speed Demon is here. Who is the Speed Demon, you may ask? It's not Anthony Volpe. Before I say who it is, on opening day, he wasn't even contested when he stole bases, and I think that's scary for the rest of the MLB. If the Red Sox can't stop him, then can another team stop him? The answer is probably. And this is because the Red Sox aren't as good as other teams. The Birds will play this year. Oh, by the way, the Speed Demon is none other than Jorge Mateo. Mateo had two stolen bases, two runs, an RBI, and a walk. It was a great opening day for Mateo as he went two for three. The Orioles put up 10 runs in opening day and barely escaped with a win as they gave up nine runs. Pitching and relief was not good. Like, really, really not good. And has not been good this whole series. Bautista gave up two runs in the ninth as he came in to save the game. My thing is, no team should have to score 10 runs and be worried about losing a game. So, thankfully, they didn't lose, but you never want to see that happen. As I said, pitching was a disaster. And for game two, it was a disaster, too. Saturday, April 1st, in the first inning, Mountcastle home run in the first inning, a two-run homer, made it 2-0 Orioles. Hayes, a solo shot, making it 3-0 Orioles. Top of the second, Seti and Jorge, double steal. Reese McGuire did not even contest them and did not even check the runner after the pitch. Bottom of the second, Adam Duvall triple. We don't like Adam Duvall, and you will see why later. Um, there was then a wild pitch by Dean Kramer, and Duvall scores, making it 3-1 Orioles. Um, I guess a little bit of nerves, um, but again, you're a major league pitcher. Like, come on, throw the ball across the plate. Uh, top of the third, Jorge Mateo force out. Santander scores 4-1 to one Orioles. Cedric Mullins then comes up to the plate. Boom! Three-run home run, 7-1 Orioles. Bottom of the third, Alex Verdugo has a two-run homer. Can't do anything about it. Pitching, pitching, pitching. 7-3 Orioles. Then there's a Justin Turner double. Oh, remember when I was talking about Adam Duvall? Adam Duvall had a two-run homer and made it 7-5 Orioles. See, the pitching's not good. Top of the fourth, we have a Mountie single. Santander RBI double. Orioles 8, Red Sox 5, and they extend the lead. Bottom of the fifth, Danny Coulomb comes in and hits Justin Turner, hit by a pitch. You will see later on why I added this. Um, bottom of the seventh, Enrique Hernandez from the Red Sox. Solo home run, makes the 8-6 Orioles. Rafael Devers double, Justin Turner, all-time Orioles, last year Dodger. Singles and Devers the third. Masataki Yoshida strikes out for out number two. Adam Duvall ground rule double, makes it 8-7 Orioles. Um, for you that don't know what a ground rule double is, if you don't, it's when the ball is in play, right, and then it hops over the the wall. So, yeah. Bottom of the ninth, right now it's 8-7 Orioles, um, and Felix Batista relieves Keegan Aiken. Batista gets two quick outs, and Masataka Yoshida comes up. Yoshida um, is new to the show, and he played in the World Baseball Classic for Team Japan. So, Yoshida comes up, right? Hits the ball. It's it's a casual fly out for uh, McKenna, right? But McKenna doesn't use two hands, and he drops the ball. He drops the ball. Catch it with two hands. Like, come on. 
I was literally yelling on my live, on my main live stream. I was just so mad. Um, and this is why I said White Sox, I feel your pain. It was a stupid feeling error, and Yoshida reaches base. Then, this is not Jacksonville, but Duval had a home run on the next pitch to walk it off. Again, White Sox, I feel your pain. I get it. What Stowers did to you was not right, but this Duval thing hurt a little more. That did really hurt watching, and I was yelling at my TV, too. Last and final game of the series here. Series is tied up 1-1. Winner wins the series. So it's Sunday, April 2nd. Bottom of the first. This base is loaded for Cole Irvin. But guess what happens to Arroyo of the Red Sox? He strikes out to get out of the inning. Irvin, let's go. Gets out of that inning. Bottom of the second, though. Enrique Hernandez hits a two-run homer, making it 2-0 Red Sox. Bottom of the third, Verdugo. RBI single, making it 3-0 Red Sox. Top of the fifth. Adam Frazier, what I like to call him, the Frazier, two-run homer, making it 3-2 Red Sox. And then guess what happens? A steady home run. A steady home run, making it 3-3. Bottom of the fifth, Masataka, Yoshida, single scores, Devil, De Devers, my bad, uh, RBI single, 4-3 Sox. Adam Duvall, again, I don't like him, two-ribby single, making it 6-3 Sox. Top of the seventh, we have Seti Mullins, two RBI single, making it 6-5 Red Sox. Bottom of the seventh, we have Tristan Casas, an RBI single, plus Adam Duvall to third base, 7-5 Red Sox. Enrique Hernandez ends up having an RBI, and Adam Duvall scores, making it 8-5 Sox. And then the bottom of the eighth, Verdugo, RBI single, making it 9-5 Sox, and that ended up being the final. Um, so the Orioles lose the first series of the year to the Red Sox, and start off one and two. So here are my thoughts. The bats won fire. The pitching was garbage. Also, we had a total of 23 runs in this series, and that shows that the bats are on fire. The Orioles need to trade prospects for pitching. I don't want to say that, but if you aren't going to spend money, then how will you get pitching? One, I can't keep living with these anxiety attacks during this game. Um, two, if our starters can't go past four or five innings that's fine but if you don't have relief you were just depending on the bats and i want to be like oh bats can show up every day but every player has the off days even mike trout third and finally i want to see every Orioles player catch the ball with two hands like come on now mckenna come on i get it if the sun's in your eyes but it wasn't uh p.s congrats to adley and austin for both being five and five or five for five in a game this series um, I also love first half Hayes because first half Hayes last year did amazing too. Bautista also started shaky this season. So you'll see that he comes into his own. I think it was just beginning nerves, but that's what I think. Yeehaw! Now on Texas. Um, so Texas was actually the first series win of the year. And uh, for this set or whatever, um, for this bit, uh, I wanted to name it Blue, Orange, and Gray Sin, um, and you will see why. Uh, Monday, April 3rd, uh, Wells' masterpiece, because Bradish gets hurt, because I forgot who the player was, but hit it back at Bradish and hit Bradish's knee. It looked painful, like very painful. Um, almost as painful as when Danny Coulomb hit Josh Jung uh, in the face in the same game. 
Um, oh, I was terrible. And that's why I said uh, remember the name Danny Coulomb because I was bringing it back. But uh, for the only, like, runs in this game, top of the fourth, um, it's a long ball by Gunnar Henderson. Another one, let the hair flow. And it's one nothing Orioles. We go to the top of the fifth now. Jorge Mateo is up at bat. It's a line drive home run. Makes it 2 nothing Orioles. And those were the only runs in the game as the Orioles seek out a 2 nothing win with a Wells masterpiece. Five innings. Five innings. No earned runs. And two strikeouts. That's pretty, pretty amazing. Tuesday, April, uh, April 4th, we have Gibson because Wells couldn't pitch. Um, so, yeah. But in the top of the second, McKenna singles on a line drive to left fielder. RBI. Adam Frazier turns to base. Adam Frazier scores. It's one nothing Orioles. Then we go uh, Mullins has an RBI double. And McKenna the third. Mateo scores 2 nothing Orioles. Ryan McKenna. Look, why did I say Ryan McKenna? That is my bad. Mountie. Ryan Mountcastle. Three-run home run makes it 5 nothing Orioles. Um, Sorry about that, Mountie. It just messed up the name by accident. McKenna, Mountcastle, both starts to M. So, yeah. Uh, bottom of the second, uh, the Rangers score one, try to come back in this game. Adolis Garcia home run makes it 5-1 O's. Uh, top of the third, this dude is amazing. Jorge Mateo two-run home run makes it 7-1 Orioles. We go to the bottom of the sixth now. Nathaniel Lowe, solo shot, 7-2 Orioles, final score. There was nothing, uh, like no other score or no other big plays in the draft that game. Um, Wednesday, April 5th, Grayson's debut on the road. They really were struggling with not pitchers, but like now that Brad went down, they had to add Grayson to the rotation. So Grayson's in the rotation now. And Grayson's debut. Grayson Rodriguez in five innings, four hits, two runs, two errors, one walk, five strikeouts, and an ERA at 3.60. Not bad for your first start. He did start off shaky, but he got into his groove. So in the bottom of the first, Adolis Garcia double RBI, one nothing Rangers. Josh Jung RBI single, Garcia scores two nothing Rangers. Top of the fifth, Mountie double, Gunner ground out, but Mountie the third. Um, a Vavra walk, a fielder's choice uh, by Austin Hayes as he reaches on a single. Mountie scores though, and Vavra the second. So it's two one Rangers. Fielding error by. Simeon on the Rangers. Uh, that's who it would go to. And then Adam Frazier, the Frage, RBI single. Robert scores. It's 2-2 as the Orioles tie it up. It's the bottom of the sixth now. Josh Jung, two-run homer, makes it 4-2 Rangers. Um, bottom of the seventh, Nathaniel Lowe, RBI double, makes it 5-2 Rangers. And we end up not being able to get the sweep, but we won two out of three, which is very nice. And if you can win a series... That's what you're hoping to go into the series doing is win the series. So you couldn't get the sweep, but winning the series is amazing. Um, some of my thoughts, Grayson's debut was so successful. Um, Dia Hall's, I think, was not as good as Grayson's, um, especially going against DeGrom. Rodriguez showed out. Yes, he started off a little shaky, but when he got the hang of things, he threw straight gas. Bats are still booming. Okay, so before I go into the series with the Yankees, I have some videos, so I'm going to play the audio so you guys can hear the audio. 
because I told you I have some audio from opening day. So here we go. Um, that's just one of them. This is uh, George vs. Kramer that you're listening to right now. Well, actually, that's not Judge. Uh, this is Adley hitting. Uh, my bad about that. That was Adley hitting. Uh, here's Judge hitting. And it was a pop-up to uh, Mullins. Uh, that was sound after it was won the first the opening day game. Uh, you can't really hear it. Wait, see if you can hear it. Uh, everyone was chanting Yankees suck. It was it was crazy. Yankees suck. Yankees suck. It was it gave me chills, but it was it was pretty cool. Um, so Thursday they couldn't have the game because it was well it was supposed to be Thursday, but opening day was canceled because the forecast canceled it, even though it didn't really rain, which honestly sucks. But did you know on opening week they always have an extra day in case it gets rained out? So it was supposed to be Thursday, Friday, Saturday, no game Sunday. But in this case, they had Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then they had the A's Monday. Um, so, yeah. So, Friday, April 7th, Orioles opening day at home. Um, there, yeah, I gave you the live sound. This uh, Cordero starts his revenge. Where are the Yankees fans? Um, longest game of the series for sure. So... For the opening ceremony, I had shells and loved every moment. The O at the stadium was probably the loudest I've ever heard it during the national anthem. Um, in the bottom of the second, Adam Frazier, RBI single. This moved Red Hot Ramon to third, and Gunner scored. Gunner got on base with a single. Later in the inning, Austin Hayes hits into a fielder's choice, but Ramon scores with a fielding error by Glaber Torres, and Frazier got to second, making it 2-0 Orioles. It's the third inning here, top of the third. Strikeout double play. Adley grabs ball and gets Rizzo out at second, trying to steal. It was a beautiful bang-bang play. Um, bottom of the third, we have a Rutschman walk. Santander line drive double. Gets Adley the third. Mountie sack fly and Adley scores, making it 3 nothing Orioles. Gunner continues the third with a double, and Tony Taylor scores to make it 4 nothing Orioles. Literally an amazing start to the game. It's the fourth inning here, top of the fourth. Franchi Cordero comes up. Cordero was with the O's in spring training. So this, what happened right here, felt like insult to injury. Um, a three-run home run. So when I saw him hit that, a gasp came out of my chest. I personally did not know what to think at the moment. 
knowing that the Orioles let him go, and our rival picked him up, and it was 4-3 Orioles. Sixth inning. Let's move to the top of the sixth now. Stanton had a single, and that would end up being Kramer's last batter as Logan Gillespie came in. Kramer went five innings, um, but then when Gillespie came in, threw a wild pitch, and Stanton went to second. Gillespie did not have good command all game either. Gillespie continued by walking Torres, who, yeah, I don't like him because he's a Yankee, but he's a great addition to my Diamond Dynasty lineup. Um, So, yeah. Oswaldo Cabrera had a two-ribby double, making the score 5-4 Yankees. Ugh, boo. Jose Trevino grounded out, but that was it for Gillespie. Gillespie went 0.1 innings, so one out, which personally to me, okay, it sucks. Gillespie, one base on balls, two runs, one hit. That's terrible. Little to know Danny Colon would come in. Yes, he's the guy that rocked. It was Josh Smith. Not Yeah, not the guy I said before, but that's my bad. Josh Smith on the Rangers. Um, Coulomb comes into a get a pop-up and a strike out to end the top of the sixth, looking dominant. Bottom of the sixth, Hayes strikes out looking. Then we have a Mateo single. Mateo would steal his fifth stolen base of the season. Now that is crazy. After six games having five stolen bases, that's almost a stolen base per game. Rutschman then singles to score Mateo, and it's all tied up. I swear, the crowd was going crazy when the O's tied it up at 5-5. Let's skip ahead to the bottom of the seventh. Mountie walks to start the inning. Mountie steals second as Gunner strikes out. Um, there was a wild pitch. Mountie went to third. Ramon stays red hot with a double, and Mountie scores to make it 6-5 Orioles. Adam Frazier ground out. Uh, Ramon to third, though. That is when Ramon scores when Jimmy Cordero threw the wild pitch. Um, that went past the pitcher. I kind of said it out of order. But then it went 7-5 Orioles, so that's awesome. Um, the eighth, the Yankees score one in the eighth to make it 7-6, but that's all they could score before CNL Perez could come in. Perez came in and closed out the eighth. Ninth, Felix Bautista, or the mountain, came out and was throwing gas. They had the intro lights for Felix, but where was the whistle? A fan behind me asked. I think it's because the Ravens used the, wh- the whistle song in the opening, and maybe that's why. But that's a bad reason, right? In the ninth, the Orioles scored no runs. So let's move to the bottom of the ninth where it got really interesting. Let's um so yeah, the O's closed it out, which is awesome. Um, because the O's won opening day, so that's great for me. Um Aaron Boone, quote what he said, he said, As far as I'm concerned, they're a tough team to beat, and they're contenders now, talking about the Orioles. Um Urias was player of the game. And here is some of Hyde's um, after the game that I wanted to share with you. So um, I kind of butched, uh, butched the white words up and was talking about what Brandon Hyde was saying. But this is Brandon Hyde, uh, part of his after the game uh, talk, what he said. I was fired up. I, was, I had no idea that the fired up guy was going to be right next to me on the, uh, for the national anthem. That fired me up. What a great guy. I think we'll uh, have a tough time getting it out because it was, <laughs> that's a long run. <laughs> no, but he was, I think he was emotional. Honestly, it was a big deal and, uh, you know, cool moment for him. So the fired up, the I'm fired up, you fired up guy was uh, the Mo Gabba fan of the year last year. So they recognized him. So, yeah. 
Um, here is another clip from Hyde um, that after the Yankees uh, loss um, on Friday's home opening victory. So here you go. Urias with the second double breaks a tie, and then that backhanded stop to start the double play. I mean, how huge is that? He had a huge game for us. Um, shows you that why he was a gold glover last year with that play, a game-saving play. Um, but also has got some pop in his bat and took some great at-bats today. So uh, I heard his parents were here, which is incredible, um, super cool to watch him play. And uh, But, yeah, played a great game. Crowd when Baker strikes down kind of for late. Is that... Yeah, the crowd, the entire game, that was, that was fun. It was a lot of people showed up. Uh, what's the attendance? 45,000. Really great crowd, great energy in the ballpark. Um, Before I continue, 45,000, that's a lot of people. Players fed off it. You could definitely feel, you know, the excitement. A lot of, um, sometimes we play the Yankees here in the, in the past few years, there's been, Quite a few Yankees fans. The, tonight was it was a definite Baltimore crowd all the way through, and it was awesome to, to be a part of. And did you ever see uh, Ryan that fired up at the end of that inning? A couple times last year, yeah. I haven't seen him that fired up. He gets fired up. Um, <laughs> it's like the term around here. Um, <laughs> it's a <different> the day. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, Bake's an emotional guy. And, uh, that was a huge moment for us. Get a double play ball and get a big punch out. Um, you know, after we were kind of scuffling the pen a little bit, there was, there, you got three huge outs for us. Brandon, you've talked a lot about the not having to play the Yankees, the, the Yankees, Red Sox, the AL East teams as much. When you look at back to last weekend, there were two very, very emotional, tight games. This game was very, very emotional and, and tight do you think that that you know that that will end up benefiting the club because they they won't have to play you know these many difficult um games against the the al east i uh, yeah our division's tough and i think that's it's a, um i think that's why a lot our players have improved honestly for the competition we've played against the last really really with these guys in their career um the type of sorting pitching they face, the type of lineups our pitchers have to face, um, it definitely makes you tougher. Now, let's move on to Saturday, April 8th, the second game of the series. Uh, Cole Irvin is an athlete. That was an amazing play. And actually, I'm going to write a note right now to put the video of Cole Irvin's amazing play in the description of the podcast so you can see it. Because you just got to see it to see it. It was amazing. Um, In the bottom of the first, Santander had a sack fly RBI as Mullen scored. Um, Aaron Hicks, RBI single in the top of the fourth, makes it 1-1. Uh, Volpe triple in the fifth. He's a speed demon. I know what I said Mateo was. Volpe is fast. He's the Yankees' top prospect, but he's so fast, and I wanted to give credit where credit's due. Um, DJ LeMahieu, RBI double with Volpe scoring, makes it 2-1 Yankees. Still in the fifth, Cole Irvin, wild pitch. LeMahieu goes to third. Judge sack fly, RBI. LeMahieu comes home. It's 3-1 Yankees. Stanton homer in the fifth, 4-1. And that's all the runs that were scored, and the Yankees win 4-1. Final game of the series. Cordero continues. 
for the game, Kyle Stowers was sent down to AAA Norfolk, and James McCann was brought up to the majors. McCann had his first debut as an Oriole. Um, I will talk a little bit about this in the wrap-up, but yeah. Uh, there was a Stan RBI single and a Cordero two-run homer. Um, that made it 3 nothing right there. Uh, Santander doubles, so it's 3-2. Judge homered twice, so that's how they got the five. Um, Adley homered in the bottom of the eighth and went four for four. Um, and then Mullins also robbed Rizzo of a home run. Um, my thoughts of this series were a lot of runs, a little runs. The bats are on fire. But again, pitching, pitching needs to get better. Um, when Kramer struck out Judge, though, uh, when I was there, oh, it was beautiful. The fans were going crazy. Um, but Kramer can give up a home runs. <coughs> but with two men on base, come on now. That's um a come on man uh come on man moment of the week, just like ESPN says. Um after three series, the O's went four and five. They should be five and four after that because the McKenna catch catch the ball. Um McKenna, Bamboom, and Adley. Um yeah, three catches makes a little no sense. I think Adley was dinged up somehow, got some type of minor injury. Um, they didn't release anything, but you're going to see Adley and McCann a lot in the lineup together. Either Adley DHing and McCann catching, or McCann DHing and Adley catching. Uh, Gunner has been so shaky, but drawing walks is good. I don't think we, sh- we should worry, but he's been slowly hitting. Once he gets in his groove, I think he will be fine. Not every player or person is perfect, and as much as I want to see Gunner succeed even more, I think he's doing an amazing job right now, and he will get better. Again, we need better pitching and to come in clutch with, with hitting when it's needed. Um, and the O's farm system, we'll just go right into that. Watkins is doing pretty well. Um, Norfolk is 5-1. and one. The Tides had an 11-run second inning and won 21-2 against the Gwyneth Stripers on April 8th. Uh, Delmarva's two and one, and Aberdeen's two and one. So, yeah. Um, shout out to Creed Willems. Had his first homer of the year. I'm going to see him this Saturday. Um, yeah, Creed. Uh, the next three series are the A's Monday through Thursday. Uh, the O's won today, which is awesome. Um, and the new home run. Um, what is it? The home run, not Fountain. Um, whatever the, the funnel, that's what they called it. Um, and then go, I'm going Tuesday for Grayson's debut, debut at Opusy Oils Park at Camden Yard. So that'll be fun. I'll take some videos, that type of stuff. Oh, well, actually when this is released, so today, um, then the next series is at the Chicago White Sox and then the battle of the beltway at the nationals. So yeah, uh, hopefully they can win two or three of these series and, be in the win column. They are 500 right now. So, yeah. That was just a clip, uh, like two, three minutes of it. Um, you can always find the full one on YouTube. Um, I'll put it in the description, too, for you guys if you want to listen to the full thing. It's only like a minute longer, um, and he just continues talking about that. Uh, the Yankees and what it means for them and the alias, that type of stuff. Um, playing each team, whatever. It's 19, I think. Or it was 19 that went to 12. Um, I don't know if me and my numbers mixed up, but yeah.
So let's go on to game two. Now we're going to go into the closing uh, for this week's episode. Yeah, I know you guys want to hear more, uh, but that's what next week is for. Um, as I named the three next series, uh, the A's, the White Sox, and the Nationals, which I think they can win two or three of these series. Um, the A's are now two and eight. Uh, the Nationals aren't doing well. Um, they've been struggling against the Rockies. Um, not really been following the White Sox. So we'll see what happens with that. But the A's and Nationals, they should be able to win those series. Um, I will end up talking about those three series and breaking them down on next week's episode. I will also have some cool videos from Grayson's Pussy Oilers Park at Camden Yards um, debut. So tune in for that at Boom Boom Birdland on Instagram. I am aiming for 100 followers on IG. We are at 97, actually, I think 98 right now. Um, I'm actually going to check because I made one of my friends follow today. So that's why I'm going to check. Uh, 98 right now, 98. So two more to um, 100. If we can get to 200 by next episode, I have an amazing idea for a giveaway, and you will not want to miss it. Um, actually, I'll tell you my idea if you want to actually hear it. Um, maybe a Jackson Holiday signed baseball or Creed Willem signed baseball, something like that. A player signed baseball, um, not announced yet, but that's my idea because I'm going to Delmarva on Saturday. So I'm going to get some stuff signed, uh, meet Creed, uh, meet Max. Um, you have to follow me on my Instagram to see, uh, what I'm up to with that. Um, but thank you for listening to another episode of Boom Boom Birdland. Oh, and also OBJ to the Ravens. Yeah, I know this isn't a Ravens podcast or anything, but that's crazy. Lamar is going to stay like Super Bowl this year. Anybody? Anybody? There's no one, no one in the room with me, so no one's going to answer. But um, again, thank you for listening. And as always, go O's.